My name is Parker Bennett, and I've spent the last 20 years helping people through the process of their largest single investment they may ever make, their home. From building inspector to real estate agent, I've chalked up a number of great experiences and strategies for everything related to the home buying experience. This podcast is dedicated to anything and everything around the Kamloops real estate market. Welcome to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. All right, we are uh, we're live on the uh, the old podcast here. Wow, we just like that. So I got this story. I'm going to just jump right into it. Okay, get right into it. This is a hooter of a junk story. <laughs> okay, so this couple. Um, that impersonated a homeowner in Toronto. Oh. Fraudulently, like fake ID'd uh, homeowners that were away on a business trip, hired a real estate agent and sold the house while these people were away on holidays. Oh. Sorry, on a business trip. My God. (laughs) Yeah, I got their... I took pictures of them on my phone because it was like, I saw this come through. And I know this is a podcast, so obviously you can't see it, but I have their pictures. I'm going to post it on my Instagram. This is the guy and the gal, uh, which Toronto police have no idea who these people are. Wow. They fraudulently um, impersonated um, these homeowners who were away on a, on a business trip for a while, like a couple months they were yeah. gone. And in the meantime, they hired a realtor, came in, got a CMA, listed the house, sold it. The people came home from their business trip to find people in their house. Oh my God. And uh, yeah, kind of a crazy story. So they would have provided bank information and everything to receive those kinds of funds. Like that is an elaborate It fraud. is an elaborate and I would hate to be the agent on the other end oh, of that deal who's like that got of, I don't know. They will be There's answering to some kind of. I, I read the article, they interviewed um, and they interviewed the broker of the office where the agent had worked in mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they didn't really throw them under the bus or anything, but they were just mentioning that, you know, please be aware when you're you taking a listing or working with buyers to just do an extra little bit of due diligence on their driver's license to just make sure that, you know, the age seems about right. Yeah. Because apparently there was a couple clues here that might've been an indic- indicative of a fraudulent activity. Oh no. Um, the other tidbit that he gave was that um, the lawyer involved was like a production facility for real estate transactions. Like for conveyancing and stuff? Conveyancing, mm-hmm. yeah. And so they just pounded this one through without really paying much attention to it. And there's a little bit of onus on that lawyer to verify the for sure identity of the sellers. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that got through all the stop gaps. Yikes. What? Uh, Crazy story. What a problem. What a nasty problem. Oh, These guys aren't going to get away, though, unless they're like, I don't know. Where, these are great photos. Are they in custody? No, they have <gasps> no idea who they are. They're at large. They're at large. They have wow. great photos of them. I think this was the photos probably from the look. They're an unlikely looking couple. Yeah, they don't. They look a little. They look like they're up to something. <laughs> they were. They were up to something. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyways, another couple of uh, tidbits of news is this foreign buyer BS that's going on right now in in Canada where the government has mandated a two-year ban on foreign buyers to our country. 
um, which that seems pretty straightforward. And mm-hmm. I think everybody could figure out whether or not, you know, you can or cannot buy. However, they have introduced exemptions into areas that have less than 10,000 people. Okay. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think most realtors could figure out uh, whether or not their area would be exempt or not. However, they've included other areas, like they've amalgamated these smaller areas with bigger communities that are nearby. And we do not know as real estate agents and as a real estate board here right now in Kamloops, we have no idea where those borders are. Okay. And so we do not know if areas are being exempt right now. And we are in it. Like as of January 3rd, we are in the foreign buyer ban. The ban is in effect. And yet it's, uh, there's some challenges to understanding what exactly, what areas yeah, it's a are, total, it's oof. a, excuse my French, but it's a complete clusterfuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just another example of great leadership in our country. Um, kind of too late to the party for slowing down real estate. And then when it's just so hard to know what, uh, what you can include or what you can't include in that, that's, that's a problem. That's, yeah. That's so there's going to be conditions for the next little bit to have, you know, lawyers kind of solve this problem. But uh, what I do know, or at least rumored to know, is that Sun Peaks, which was expected to be an exemption in our area, our ski resort area, is not going to be exempt. Uh, the small village of Chase mm-hmm. is not going to be exempt. It is going to be amalgamated into Kamloops area. Uh, the village of Logan Lake, mm-hmm. the, sorry, the district of Logan Lake, that will also not be exempt. Um, I have heard spoilings that Clearwater may be exempt, that Merritt may be exempt. Um, but for the most part, we really don't know. We just don't know. Remains to be seen. So stand by on that front. Um, and let's get into something really cool to talk about, which is our featured topic today. We are talking about how to improve the sex appeal <laughs> and desirability factor <laughs> of your listing on MLS. <laughs> Woohoo! Maybe not sex appeal. I yeah. think I <laughs> well, might have how to get it. the most out of your MLS listing. Yeah. Yeah. How to get the most out of your MLS list. Yeah, sex was overboard. Uh, well, sex sells. And we know we're in the business of selling homes, so. <laughs> but I don't see, in MLS, I don't see any indication of sex. Nah. It's sex free. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. So, well, here's a question for you. Yeah, and, and before you ask it, like, should I... We normally say who I am, but I'll just take a moment and be like, it's Mally J here. Oh, this is the first the time podcast. you've agreed to, <laughs> to acknowledge call yourself Mally, Mally J. J. My name is Mallory, but Mally J sticks here. Yeah, Parker's assistant. And I'm just for any listener who's like, who's this woman and why doesn't she know what she's talking about? Well, she's I'm the on... layperson here to like, I'm the foil to your expertise. The foil? Yeah. Uh, like in, you know, in wrestling. Okay. Like WWE wrestling, the foil is like the villain. It's it's the um the point of conflict or friction, but in this way it's it's intended to be like I'm here to You're not really here to foil the plan. I'm not here to foil the plan. I just meant like I'm a counterpoint to a your counterpoint. expertise. I'm like okay. a lay person. Gotcha. <laughs> But you're also bringing a whole bunch of like energy and vibe to the show. Sure. We, we just couldn't lose you. Okay. Anyway. So welcome everybody. You... It is Mally J on the right and I'm on the left, Parker B. And uh, you all know me. Kamloops listening. Insider. Real Estate Insider Podcast. Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. Oh God. Yeah. I told you I was clumsy today and it's this okay is no clumsy. exception. Yeah. 
So uh, MLS listings. You said you had a question for me. You were like, I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, and then I was man, like, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Well, it's because we were talking about um, sex appeal yep. in, in, in listings. Mm-hmm. So in, in French, you oh, know, a house would have a masculine or feminine. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's la maison. It's la maison. I'm pretty sure. This is digging a t- 20 plus years back into my education. But yeah. So is that politically correct now? That's an interesting point because with the, you know, we've talked a lot about gender pronouns and things in the world these days. Yeah, to, to binary categorize items. What's going to happen in those, rom, rom, you know, romantic languages, Spanish, French, they've all got... Um, yeah, masculine or feminine assignments to words. That's just like the the rules and code of the language. So there could be something coming there. Well, I don't know that it... Yeah, I'm not really sure how that's determined to begin with, so I'm not sure. I have no idea, but we'll I just see. know that when I was in French class, I probably got it wrong. Well, it's difficult to memorize because there doesn't seem to really be a rhyme or reason to it sometimes. Yeah. But um, language is always evolving, so I bet maybe we'll see. Okay. Yeah, because like slang is becoming, it's, you know, you know, if when they introduce Wikipedia, yeah, approved and inducted into you know Web, Webster's and Oxford dictionaries and things, it's that becomes what part do you of think, the canon. What do you think the coolest slang word is in the Webster dictionary? Oh my god! Like, do you know one that's like, <laughs> like not off the top of my head? Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned next week on <laughs> Countless Real Estate Insider as we dive into the Webster slanginary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going to read the dictionary next week. It's Stay gonna be, tuned. It's going to be a fun one. <laughs> All right, let's get into this. Um, we we came up with five tips in unison here. Like we work teamwork here mm-hmm. uh, on how to uh, how to pump up your MLS listing. I think when I think back to the 1990s, uh, which was when I bought my first property, mm-hmm. the description section of the MLS listing that I purchased was very vague. It was like a one-liner. Yeah. It had two bedrooms, one bathroom. It um, had five appliances. The end. The end. Just commas in between, no period. That was it. And the pictures were taken from like a Polaroid camera or a camcorder. If, you know. (laughs) A little. It wasn't digital. Yeah. And it was probably scanned into MLS. Mm -hmm. It was horrible. There was no way to get excited about a property. Like, I feel like it would even barely even be on the internet. It would be like a physical binder you flipped through probably internet to look was, at it. <laughs> we were just touching internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that was probably in the works for years and years, but. For sure. But it to the, you know, I was a latecomer. To the common person. Yeah. Late 90s. So things have changed because as we know, MLS listings now, there's a lot of room for flair. There, and, there definitely is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've come up with uh, five most amazing tips. And I'm like, I get that, you know, if, you know, if you're selling your house that, you know, these probably things that your realtor is going to tackle themselves. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, maybe you're trying to, you know, run out. We, I would never recommend this, but maybe you're trying to sell by privately. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you want to keep your realtor on his toes. There you go. Well, and, you know, your realtor might have a handle on these tips, but there's a lot of leeway in like the quality that you can you can achieve in some of these areas. Oh, the, like and the creativity. Yeah. So let's jump in. Let's jump in. All right. So, I mean, this is, if you've ever listened to a podcast, like our podcast, you, we touched on this a million times, but <laughs> professional photos 
and professional editing is hands down, is not even an option. It's mandatory. If you don't do this, you are asking for crappy results. <laughs> Have professional photos taken and edited. We see listings that don't. Like that still happens. We had a podcast where we just picked out in our district terrible photos. <laughs> we did not burn any particular realtors or the location, Yeah, but we picked out awful photos and we evaluated what were they thinking? What were they thinking? I, you know, it's like, that's because if you're, if you're looking at a listing and the photos are blurry, they're not really showing what, you know, not maximizing what the house looks like. It doesn't give you a good feeling. Like it, it, it no. factors into your ability to see with the potential of that property. And it's really hampering the results. Well, there was, um, we sold last year a mobile home in Oakdale park. Mm-hmm. It was like 40 years old. Mm-hmm. It had had some flooring updates and windows. Uh, it was clean. Very clean. Yeah. And, well and I remember we had like a couple of photos that came out of that um, photo shoot. It just looked like it was like a penthouse suite at the top of like a mountain or mm-hmm. something. The photos were to credit for that. And like, you know, obviously the owner kept it in nice condition and had like tasteful decor and all that that factored in. But those photos looked so good. Yeah, they were, they were amazing. And, and there are photographers in town that can take structural photos um, that don't produce the same results because they don't have the editing skills. Mm. Um, and maybe it's because with structural photos, you're looking for a very particular editing style. Which is what? What is ideal in terms of, what do you mean by editing? Well, like I, you often hear the term bump the exposure yeah. in real estate photos. And it's kind of giving the picture more light. Yep. And you're, you're not seeing shadows. You're not seeing shaded areas. You're not seeing, you're seeing more definition in the, into that, whatever, the kitchen, counter, bathroom. The space. Yeah, the space. Sure. And there is another like key component that I see is when you're taking a photo and you're getting a window caught in that photo, you want to be able to see crispy wings on a bird on a tree that's on the other side of that window. Yeah. You don't see that from an iPhone or from just a regular digital camera or even like a great photo without doing something in the, in the post photo process process. And I don't, and you know, it's not like changing the content. It's just boosting the content. This is not, we're not talking about Photoshopping things beyond recognition. It's not like a face filter that kind of changes what it looks like. It's accurate, but at its best. At its very best. Yeah. And like if you're cloudy day and you're, you have a, an exterior photo. Yeah. Ditch the clouds, add some blue sky, put Mm -hmm. the sun in. That's common practice. Total common practice. Yeah. Yeah. Which you might not know when you're cruising through listings, but all of that sort of factors in. To how you feel when you see the photo. Yeah. Yeah. A a big blue sky makes you feel so much lighter than heavy, heavy clouds. Totally. And it all goes in part with like, you know, prepping the house for those photos, Mm -hmm. like getting organized, you know, get the sellers organized to make sure that, you know, the house will present itself in a way that when the photo is taken, it is capturing its best potential. Yes. Yeah. Professional photos alone won't, (laughs) won't, uh. They're not going to hit it all. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it's messy or not well staged yeah. or prepared or whatever. 
Okay. okay. Yeah. And there's Hot like tip. maybe angles mm. is something to consider too. Yeah. Making, making the, the space look wide, wide, open. Yeah. Without stretching, without doing anything illegal to the photo that would, that would yeah, basically man- manipulate, not manipu- manipulating yeah. it beyond reality, but maximizing well what said. it actually is. Well said. And she says she's the lay person. <laughs> Secret genius. Okay. Tip number one. Tip number two. Uh, and this is going to kind of go along the lines of what I just said. Reading the articulation of the listing, um, we need to try and capture an emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to... You're talking about the remarks? The remarks. The description, the description. written description. Yeah. yeah. So we want to we want to try and create a bit of an emotion in there. We want all the details necessary to to get into that remarks section. We also want to preview any potential that the home may have. Mm-hmm. Um, this was definitely not done in the old days. I think it's done way better now. Yeah. Um, but we have limitations. Remarks. We have two categories of remarks that, as a real estate agent, you can write when you're describing your listing. Mm-hmm. And one is very limited to a certain amount of, um, how many, how many characters, characters did we get on that one? 500. Something like that. It's ridiculously low. So that one would be for, I think that one is for the actual internet, right? I could be wrong. I should probably know this. <laughs> I should probably check. So there is a character limit. So you can't write a short novella about, you know, the potential of a property. You do have to be efficient with your words, but. But when, but when you actually click into a listing, you can get a little bit more character. I think it's like doubles or triples. I think there's a thousand characters thousand available characters. at certain points. Which gives you, there's a fair amount of space in there mm-hmm. to build a, an emotional connection with the home. And what do you mean? You said something like, um, you said something like giving an idea of, about the potential. Like, Yeah, sort of painting the picture. If there's, a, if there's like an unfinished basement then, you know, what's the potential for that mm-hmm. unfinished basement? Could is it, be does it have a suite? Yeah. Is it daylight access? You mm-hmm. know, there's, there's things in there that can really drive attention if somebody is looking for a very specific something. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, well, the basement's unfinished. There's not really much to talk about. Yeah. Like this, as opposed to like, this is what it has. Fact, fact, fact. It could be like, could be a great rec area for a family with kids or a, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Painting a, a word picture where the actual pictures yeah. are just reality. You can sell a vision uh, or create, yeah, the potential for different uses for that space. Yeah. And you'll, you'll hear this a lot as a real estate agent when you meet a prospective buyer and they say, well, you know, I would like to be able to do this with the property. Mm-hmm. And well, that's not something you're going to be able to like categorize and have a, have a search tool to do that function. Yeah. So you might be relying, and we'll get into this as our next tip, you might be relying on a keyword mm-hmm. uh, to optimize like SEO, like to, to optimize what your search criteria is going to look like. Yeah. And so... Then there's all kinds of potential to use keywords like shop, shop potential, suite, suite potential, in-law, mm-hmm. uh, rental. You know, there, there's words that are very exciting to particular buyers. Yeah. Um, crown space, green space, you know, you know, painting the illusion that there's 
something around there that you can walk your dog or privacy, you know, Mm -hmm. items like that. So I would say the next tip would literally be like keywords, trying to get as many keywords that, that connect that home to what its potential could be. Yeah. So that if somebody is searching by keywords, they're going to trip up on this property and it's going to be introduced to them at least virtually on internet. So part of that is like using your imagination perhaps when you're writing them, like really. Yeah. Without getting, you know, way out there. Yeah. Next up on our top five, we're talking about the top five tips for your MLS listing. Uh, Tip number three would be, and this seems redundant, but filling out all the details on the MLS listing. Mm -hmm. And you see this consistently with rushed listings where you may not be, you're not filling in all the information. Yeah. Siding details, uh, water source, uh, coming up with data on um, zoning or yeah, zoning I don't know would be a good there's example. A, there's a a hundred fields to fill there's in. There's a lot of fields to and fill in. Yeah, filling in as much as you can. the The tip here is probably that it saves you from having to answer those questions one thousand times once your listing is active. The more information you provide, sure the more people can just learn on their own. And if people... Well, have- you just never know what is is an exciting thing for somebody. Right. If, as, if you're trying to have a horse on your property and you're looking at property in town mm-hmm. around the one acre mark, you're looking for a specific zoning mm-hmm. that allows for a critter. Yeah. So if you skip over that zoning on your criteria input data sheet, you might never get that buyer might never see that property. Right. Because they'll be searching for zone C R one. And they're going to just see other properties, not yours. Right. So fill it all in. It takes a few extra minutes, but really not that long. Well, it, it could take <laughs> a lot longer, but I, I guess think, I think what a lot of it comes down to is people get want to get the property listed. Mm-hmm. They want to get it up on the market and they haven't taken the time to go do all the due diligence on the property. Yeah. To figure out what all those little nuggets are before implementing them into the data sheets. Right. So do your research. Be thorough. Get it on. Put it on the listing. Get it up there. It simplifies it for everybody, especially if you're looking at a property to make an offer. You don't want to have to wait very long for those answers that could have just been right there. So totally. Yep. Yeah. Good tip. Okay. Uh, key tip number. What are we at? You, we said three, but it was we actually might. Four. I think it was four. <laughs> How did we really blow this podcast? <laughs> I told you. I woke up this morning so clumsy and it's contagious. <laughs> okay. So we're, we're talking about five tips in no particular order. Right. And I might just keep saying tip number two. But when I get to the fifth tip, just assume it's We'll summarize tip. at we'll the summarize. end. <laughs> okay. Tip number five. And this, was a, this is an important one. Yeah. For the agent and for the prospective seller mm-hmm. is some type of call to action for more information. Yeah, right there in the listing. Right there in the listing uh, or a video, whatever marketing material you're driving. Mm-hmm. I would say that you need to have in there that there is like an info pack that gets very detailed information about the property and the potential of the property, stuff that may not... Stuff that's not going to be able to fit into the 500 characters or the 1,000 characters mm-hmm. that you're going to be able to put on your remarks yeah, would be to have some type of call to action. Now, that does a couple of things. It does something for the seller. Yeah. 
the seller then gets data to them that there's people inquiring about their property. Mm -hmm. Because if you're just reading stuff online and there's no call to action and there's no further action taken, maybe it's because they're being tripped up by something. Yeah. And you can't solve that problem if you don't have the buyer in front of you. Right. And a call to action is like, the way you word it too is like, call today for this information package. Like put, you know, direction language in to be like, call now for a showing. Click here. Click here. Um, Information available. Email us for your copy. Something that, yeah, is kind of personal and tells the reader what to do. It's, It's about direction. About direction, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? What's another call to action that could that you've seen? Or well, would I've in? seen like you know, book a private tour today. Book a private tour. Yeah, Ooh, that's that's one one way to snuggle in, cl- class up the word showing. Yeah, a private tour. Private tour. That's a good one. Well, it would be like if, especially on like a, a beautiful, like in a big expensive listing, it would private tour. I you think know. you private tour is anywhere. Like well, you got to remember that sometimes people like. When the times were really busy in the Lower Mainland, there was no private tours of properties. Mm-hmm. You were getting open house tours. Yeah. With, with other families and other potential buyers. Yeah. So this is like, this is way nicer. This is an intimate meeting of the house. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> presentation yeah. of the particular property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I hate to say this, but being available as a listing representative to showings has a lot of value. Yes. It has a lot of value to giving feedback to your seller. It mm-hmm. also has a lot of value in being able to um, fill in the blanks for potential buyers mm-hmm. on questions they have. You mean like just having the role as the listing agent? Also put, put, being also being there with the buying agent. Oh, I see. Like being present. Being present. Ah, yeah. Making yeah. yourself available for those showings if, it's, mm-hmm. if they want it. Totally. And, and some people demand it. Like some sellers say, listen, no one's coming through this house without you being here to Mm -hmm. sort of guide them through and explain all the details of the 5 million things that are going on in this house. That's actually a really great tip for buyers. Like, I guess the point of these tips were more for like listing agents and people selling their houses, but for a buyer, yeah, you can say, I would like the listing agent here so so that all of your, you know, as many questions as possible can be answered and make it worth your... Totally. Wow. Yeah, yeah especially if you're going somewhere like... Uh, Out of town. Oh, or... I'm going to bury myself for saying this, but like, let's say you're going to Stump Lake or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no cell service, so you can't ask questions when you're standing in front of something. Yeah. But it's uh, a big feat to, you know, be able to have somebody there, like a professional on that property. Yeah. Who knows it intimately, who can answer the questions and, you know, fill in the blanks so that you are, you have less speed bumps to writing an offer. That's it. That's the name of this game. Should we summarize so we can get the numbers Let right? Let us summarize. Okay, five tips in no particular order. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First tip we talked about, the last tip we talked about. Yeah. Now I'm already messing it up. <laughs> oh, the no. Call, the call to action. So providing a call to action on the MLS listing to help buyers uh, follow a path to buying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the fourth tip that we had was getting all your details filled out on the MLS data input sheet mm-hmm. so that buyers have all the information at their fingertips yeah. or online, right? Our third tip was, uh, was wording your listings to get the message, the true story across to create the uh, emotional connection to the listing. Mm-hmm. 
Don't be afraid to get creative. Don't, get, don't be afraid. Snuggle in. Yeah, be brave. Uh, the next tip was to um, use keywords in your listing description so that SEO kind of picks up on those. Yeah. And uh, not to, very, too, to sway too far away from this, I just had a client tell me the other day that they was keyword searching for properties using the word carriage suite. And I thought that really nailed it home for me. Like if you had the potential for a carriage suite, yeah. it would have been something this guy wanted, whereas it there's would, not many for sale. It would hit on his search. And our, our last but not definitely not least is having professional photos taken and also professionally edit those suckers so that you are getting maximum, you're bumping that exposure and getting the maximum <laughs> like impact for impact on for this property that the you're impression. Yeah. Yeah. That you want to sell. <laughs> picture says a thousand words. Well, a good picture says two thousand. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, that's Great. our five tips for the day. Uh, thank you for joining us. Another well-deserved, <laughs> um, appreciative thank you for all the listeners listening in on this week's edition of the Calumet's Real Estate Insider. Thank uh, you. Thank you. See you next week. Mm-hmm.